Welcome to the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast, where we explore what it means to grow daily and find our best in every aspect of life. Welcome back to another episode of the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast, where we are about getting better every day. Choose, live with intention on purpose every day. I'm John Shirky here with my friend, my co-host, Jamie Wagner. Jamie, I've been looking to switch up the intro. Ah, I still don't love it, but I think it's getting better. Yeah, we're working on it. We're working on it. It's a, it's a process, just like everything in life. Like, are we willing to continue to try something? And here's the thing, and this just came to me. Are you willing to go outside your comfort zone just a little bit to see if it's better? Like, just a little bit. See if you can't grow. We end up doing things consistently because we know that they work rather than we know that it's good. So how do we find out if it's good? We got to take some risks. We got to take some chances every once in a while. Kind of reminds me of, of our conversation today with coach Steve Gust, university of Minnesota Crookston Uh, big risk to go to a program that had won two games in two years, two and 89. I think he said when he took over the program in the last two years, Uh, big difference that his impact has made on that program. Yeah. A really cool journey that he's been on too, you know, was a, a high school and a Legion coach coached at university of North Dakota at Dakota Wesleyan and Northland up there. And, you know, took that job and said, we're going to recruit regionally, locally, we're going to kind of own our identity and, and having you and I both lived in that region, there is a certain identity. And I think, you know, he's tapped into something that is pretty cool up in that area. I, and this is something I think can be learned from every, every coach, every leader, every anything. Like, who are you? What are you about? Man, it's not it's just. A, it's a scary question, Jamie. No, no doubt. Cause it makes us focus on a little bit of the hard stuff too, but it's not, it's not so much. What are my values? What is my purpose? All that stuff. That's a part of it, but there is something bigger than that. What is it that you are about? Right. And I think one of the things that coach Gus is about is growing men to be the best version of themselves in a world that doesn't always ask that of them. Right. We talk about the challenges of, of youth sports and how it's been, it's pretty individually driven and he doesn't want athletes that are about that. And that has, has, clearly been evidenced in the success of the program over the last couple of years. You know, he said five of the last seven years while he's been there or something like that, they've had, they've had set the school record for wins in a season. Well, you don't do that because guys are out for themselves. Well, and he, he talked about one thing that they do and, and pay attention to is celebrating the off the field successes. And as he was talking, and I wish I would have shared this with him, but you know, what also was true. He gave an example of sharing an off the field hurt, right. And off the field disappointment. And and I think that's where it's easy when things are going well, easy when people are winning at something, right. To celebrate with them, but does your team or your family or your community, do they rally when the chips are down and, and it hurts a little bit more? And do we have enough trust in them to go to them when it hurts for ourselves? Like when you're hurting, can you go to them? Can you rely on them and trust them? And when, if the answer is no, you probably need to find a different community, number one, or you need to take the risk yourself to put it on the line because people might show up for you and they just don't know that other people are going to do it. Right. And so um, if you can build that community and, and clearly, 
at Crookston, they've been able to do that in their baseball program, uh, competing this week in the Northern Sun Conference Tournament uh, for, I think, the fourth time, which they'd never done before he had gotten there. Just an incredible journey that, that they've – an incredible culture that they've created up there um, to find some success. And I think we'd all know this, the culture leads to that. It grows success. And uh, what are you doing? Let's get after it. Coach Gust, head baseball coach, Minnesota Crookston. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. It's uh, It's been a fun ride so far. And uh, hopefully you can finish this thing strongly here as we, as we head into the final four. You talk about the final four. That's the final four that Northern Sun uh, conference tournament. And, and just before we got on, you said it's the big three and you guys, um, explain that a little bit to those that maybe don't understand when you say the big three, what do you mean by that? Well, St. Cloud state, Minnesota state, Mankato and Augie. And those, those three have dominated the league in, 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 in the last, uh, since I've been in the league for sure, for seven years and probably before that, I'm, I remember those teams in the old NCC back in the day, uh, that they were they were good teams in in that conference when when NDSU and South Dakota State and those teams were all in the, that league. So uh, yeah, they they've they've been dominating the league in baseball, other sports too, for that matter. Sure. You know they they've got great facilities, they've got a lot to offer in those cities. And you know I was talking to my assistant before we came on this this podcast here, and he said, you know I don't think I'd rather have it any other way than to have to go through those three to win a NSIC title. And I, and I agreed with them. I think if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And there, there's no doubt that those three have been and, 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 and are this year, the, the best three teams in the league. And we, we think we're, we're getting close to them. In fact, we're going in with the idea that we're going to knock those teams off one by one. And uh, you know, I, I think we belong with them. I don't think I know we belong with them and our guys believe that they can, play with them on a consistent basis so we're just going to go in there with the underdog mentality and and fight and scratch and compete and see where the chips fall coach we got connected a couple of weeks ago we interviewed sam buyer shortstop augustana and you know we were just talking about he had an incredible day he hit seven home runs and a double header and kind of I, t- I told him those those were wiffle ball numbers but we were just talking about your league and and how competitive it has been and he mentioned you guys in saying Hey, Crookston's got something this year. They are competitive. They believe, and they're doing something different. Is there something different that you're doing, or maybe tell us a little bit about your culture and maybe this year specifically, even? Well, you know, when I took over this program seven years ago, they had one one game each of the previous two years, so they were like two and eighty nine or ninety or whatever the number was, and they hadn't won much in the ten years previous. Um. So basically, uh, I was I came in here and uh, and guys wanted to wanted to to improve the program. Um, I don't know if we thought it was going to turn around this fast. I mean, it's been seven years, but we've we, we've really built each year and tried to build on to what we were trying to do the previous year, and we've done that pretty well. And uh, as you guys know, talent is a piece of it, and and you got to have talent. If you don't have talent. You're not going anywhere. So that, that our talent has gotten better. There's no question about it. But more so, I think our guys just compete hard. You know, we, we want to go in with the idea that if we do these things, if we work harder than everybody else, if we are a fundamentally strong team and work on the fundamentals of the game and 
And, and if we put the team ahead of ourselves, so we, we have a chance to compete with the best, not only in the, in the region or in the conference, uh, but also in the country. We, we really feel that way. And, and our guys, have, as far as competing and playing hard, we, we think we, we do that really well. And, and, and putting the team first in this day and age of baseball and showcases and, and individual successes, you know, sometimes you don't put the team first. And I think our guys have done a really good job of that, putting the team first. And, and uh, the culture has been built upon that. Our, our guys that first, when they first came here with me, you know, they weren't as talented as what we have now, but they always did those little things right. They outworked their opponents. They outcompeted their opponents. So that allowed us to get some wins along the way. Once you start having successes, other people want to, you know, join in on that, those successes. And I think that has gotten us better talent. And, uh, you know, we're a team that's very much, very much regional team. You know, we don't go out of state much for, for our guys. We go Minnesota, North Dakota, you know, and, and sometimes the surrounding states, but we'll get a couple kids from California and whatnot. But the far majority of our kids are from Minnesota, North Dakota, and that has created a culture in which people want, people can back our type of team, you know? Yeah, we're from the area. We play hard. We, we take this very serious, what we're doing. And, and, and it means a lot to the guys and it means a lot to our fans and it means a lot to our alumni. And uh, those things are important to me. Well, I mean, we being from Minnesota and knowing the area, like Crookston is an incredibly challenging place to not only recruit kids, but to keep kids. I think you probably have a decent chance to get them there because of the allure of playing division two baseball, but how do you, keeping them there is, is a challenge in and of itself. And one of the things that we talk about with, with athletes all the time is if you see progress, if you see growth, you're going to buy in, right. You're going to, you're going to have that buy-in. So it starts with that recruiting and recruiting the area and that belief of like, we belong here. And this is a team that we can get behind. How then do you develop kids to continue to see progress? Cause understanding and establishing that base is huge that I'm going to grow and get better year over year. I think you said it. I, I couldn't have said it myself better myself. Uh, you know, what we have to offer here is a, a baseball team that we think can compete with the best in the country and, uh, and a university of Minnesota degree here. You know, in little tiny Minnesota crooks, and you can get the same degree they get in Minneapolis. Um, uh, those two things are important for, for this for this area. You know, I, I, I was a Legion coach here, American Legion baseball coach and a high school coach for 12 years. This was over 20 years ago, 25 years ago, maybe. But I remember saying to myself that, you know, if I ever got a college coaching job around here, I would recruit the area. Not only, you know, you know, East Grand Forks and Grand Forks and Roseau and and uh, War Road, but Fargo, Moorhead, and Alexandria, and Fergus Falls. And believe it or not, I still have contacts from when I coached high school in Legion Ball. Some of those guys are still around. And if they're not, but some of their kids are starting to coach and play <laughs> all of those things. So, um, uh, so yeah, it's, 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 it's a culture that, yeah, if you're serious about baseball and serious about getting a good degree, why isn't Crookston a good place to be? Because we're on the road a whole lot in January, February, March, April, May. Okay. And in the fall, we have a whole host of fall activities with fall scrimmages and, and practices and weights at 6 a.m. You know, but if you're serious about baseball and, and uh, uh, getting a good degree, we have it here. Now, if you're interested in partying or, or maybe having outside other outside interests that are more important, playing video games, chasing girls, whatever it may be, that's not the place. Crookston probably is not the place you want to be. 
you know. The only the only downfall with Crooks, and I wish we had a few more restaurants for the guys to go to. Other than that, you know, it's 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 perfect. And we're only 25 miles away from Grand Fork, so if you did have a day off and wanted to go eat a Buffalo Wild Wings, something like that, you can still. It's not that difficult. But again, our Crookston matches our philosophy on what we really want. And it, I tell my recruits if you, again, if you want to play a good group you know, brand of baseball and you want to work at that and you want to own your craft to be the best you possibly can and get a good degree. This is where this, you should really consider coming to Crookston. Which I want to take you back. You mentioned, you know, when you took over seven years ago, you knew that it w- you had the belief that it was going to turn around. And you, you said something that just like it caught my ear right away. You said, I don't know if we thought it would happen this fast. And I believe that wholeheartedly that, you know, again, you're taking over a program that has won one game for multiple years in a row. It's going to take time. But in today's day and age in coaching and sports, it's what have you done for me right now? So, and, and not only what have you done, how many games have you won? Right. And, and otherwise we're going to move on. Um, But tell me a little bit about that. How, how do you keep that belief and say, Hey, it's going to take time. We have to keep building this thing, but it's going to take time. You know, my first year we won, I believe it was 14 conference games only and 16 overall games, something like that. And those were program best. So at the time, like we set the record for conference wins in a year and, 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 uh, and uh, overall wins. Um, and we also had probably 30 some losses. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> You know, but the guys didn't focus on the losses. They focused on the wins. But hey, this is how far we've come. We went from one win to 16 wins in one year. And uh, you could tell the guys believed in what we were doing because part of it was the wins, but part of it was just we, we came onto the field with a presence. And those guys wanted to build upon that season, which they did the year after and made the conference tournament. And those guys wanted to build on that, which we have, I think we set the program record for overall wins, five of my seven years, something like that. And it's not about always about wins, is it right? It's about, you know, my first year, nobody threw their aces at us, right? They threw their three, four, five, six guys who tried to get by us. And, and then second year, they didn't do that so much. And third year, for sure, they didn't. Now we were facing the best arms in the conference. And but we got better. Maybe the record didn't always show it, but we got better. And, and and most importantly, our retention and graduation rates here are awful high. We don't lose many kids uh, over the years. Uh, they don't quit. They always stay out. Sometimes they don't even see the field. We had a senior this year that didn't get to play one inning. He was a left-handed pitcher. Didn't pl- pitch one inning. Didn't do anything. And he's still with us. You know, and, and uh. Uh, you know, guys like that are just as important as your, your guys that are getting drafted or your, or your MVPs of the leagues or things like that. So we really value guys who really have a passion for being here, have a passion for trying to get better and a passion to, to, to help the, the school and the baseball program. I have a, just a general thought that has been like consuming my mind for days. And it was because I knew we were going to talk to you. And so I, 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 we work with programs, we work with youth programs, high school programs about how to get better, how to perform at a higher level. And one of the programs, and I was talking to a coach recently, and they talked about when we get a really good group, we kind of focus our energy and our attention on making that group as good as we possibly can be. And then sometimes 
we drop the ball with, at the youth level, or we drop the ball in the development stages, we're trying to get that last 2% to maybe win a championship or a title. You guys are now at that stage where you can compete for a conference championship, a league championship with the best in the country. How do you continue to serve that base, not to lose your perspective? You talked about having a team first mentality, having seniors that are still out, having high graduation rates and retention rates. How do you continue to do that while chasing that pinnacle level of success? Because that is not easy. And it's a, it's a challenge that every coach at every level faces. We, we value everybody on in this program. Again, we had a senior that didn't play so much. We've had other guys, seniors, even uh, there's other seniors on the team that haven't played like they thought they, you know, coming into the program, thought they might, might be able to contribute on the field. But like I tell some of our guys right now, I said, you're, you're so valuable for us. I know you haven't pitched in a game or haven't played. You're so valuable to us. Uh, I had a kid come up to me after the Minot State, and he was the happiest kid there. And he's a kid that a freshman started in front of him. He was a junior, and he was just happy to help in any way, shape, or form. And you have to value that. In this day and age, especially in the game of baseball, I think it's such an individual support, uh, individual sport. And you have these showcases you go to now, and, and kids go to hundreds of them throughout their high school careers and it's all about them they do something for 30 seconds and they just sit there and wait and watch the other guys do something and there's no compete there's no uh you know there's no team chemistry there's nothing there you just go and do your thing when you're called upon and then you don't compete as a team and i see it in high school too i see it in legion summer leagues but guys are just trying to showcase themselves here we're trying to showcase the team so whatever you can do to help the team, whether it's on the field and it's only so many people can pitch and only so many guys can, can hit and all of that. But if you understand that success is more than the individual and, and the team stuff is way more gratifying than any individual success that we have. Again, we've had a kid drafted. We've had MVPs of league. We've had top pitchers, but they all say the same thing. When it comes right down to it, you're going to remember the team. You're not going to necessarily remember all your individual successes. And I think that's where things are getting lost in the game of baseball. And even at the youth level in any sport, it, it's becoming more about the individual and getting athletic scholarship, college scholarships or whatever, or being MVPs where I really try to focus on, Hey, you're doing things right now, not on the field, maybe during games, but you're doing things to help this program. And that's way more gratifying than any, than any you know individual accomplishment you can have and i think most guys would say when it's all over that's the most important piece the relationships you develop and and i've got guys that have been doctors and lawyers and and uh policemen and all of those things and those guys are, are just as important to me as the guy pitching for the braves and their class a system or whatever just as important and uh i think guys realize that that we're trying to develop the whole person, not just the baseball side of things. How does that, how is that impacted in who you're recruiting or how you're recruiting? You know, when you go to, to look at whether you're going to the showcases or you're going to watch kids play, or you're going to, you know, have breakfast with them with their mom and dad, how, what are you looking for in an athlete or what type of athlete? I think you, I mean, you talked about recruiting locally, which I think, Again, I lived in Jamie and I both lived in Thief River Falls for a few years. There's there's a difference, you know, in Northwest Minnesota, North Dakota. Like the, it's a it's a different culture of its own, right? But aside from that, what characteristics or or types of kids are you looking for that 
are maybe more willing to buy into that type of a culture? That's a great question. And, and uh, talent, uh, we've established that talent is a piece of what we need. There's no question about it. And when we started winning, we started the better talent started to get more interested in us. Uh, but that's just one piece of it. I'm telling you, I want the passionate kid. And that's a good thing about Crookston because if a kid's not passionate about the game or at the education or anything like that, he's probably not even going to consider us. He's going to go even at the D2 level, he's going to go to St. Cloud or Mankato or what, whatever, you know? So sometimes that works in our favor too, because now we're getting a kid that just wants to prove himself hmm. and he wants to prove himself not only on the baseball field, but in the classroom and, and to a certain extent in the community. So we, we try to build relationships with all our recruits. We just don't say, well, this guy, you know, the PBR numbers say that he's throwing 96 and that, you know, he runs a six, six, 60 or whatever. It, it, that's, that's only one piece of it. We, we want to build relationships. And we had to tell a kid, no, a couple months ago, just because when he met with our players, he was asking about parties and, and, and if there are any good ones or the guys like to drink beer and things like that. And it's like, that's not the kid we want. I mean, and the priorities have to be in order. And if I feel the priorities are in order, we're going to get some gains, uh, both mentally, physically, intellectual, all of those things we're going to see some good things coming from that kid, which in turn will help us as a baseball program. So when they get on campus, how do you develop that? You've talked about competing. You've talked about, you know, having that team first mentality, but what sort of things are you doing with your athletes to grow them off the field that that contribution on the field changes? Well, for one thing, we stress, and this is important when you stress being, being unselfish and hard work and, and a commitment to making not only yourself, but your teammates better, it, good things happen. So, um, you know, I don't know if we do anything specifically that anybody else doesn't do, but the winning piece of it, yeah, I'm competitive and, and, you know, there's guys that lose their jobs because they don't win in baseball, but more importantly, we, we celebrate the successes off the field. You know, uh, we've had, you know, we had, we had a funeral, unfortunately, for one of our kids' dad that, that passed away last fall. And every one of our team members went to that funeral in the middle of COVID. And we had to mask up and social distance ourselves and all of those things. But we're there for those kids. And not only there, you know, when they're playing for us, but they're 10 years down the road and 15 years down the road. And we celebrate the successes in the classroom. And I've had more more people on the road and we've been on the road saying what a great team we are and what a classy bunch we are and all of those things, you know, we clean up after ourselves We make sure the dugouts are as clean as when we went there. When we go to restaurants, we make sure that, you know, we make it as easy as possible on those servers and, and the bus people and all of those things. Um, so we try to really develop that piece of it uh, because when it, when it's all said and done, you know, the lifelong lessons that we can teach these kids, that's really where the important piece of my coaching comes into play and the coach and my assistants too. We, we were very much in a program that lived that way and worked that way. It was like, leave it better than you found it. Grow, you know, we played, we both played football at Bethel in St. Paul and we were, you realize that just those little details, you start paying attention to them. And now it becomes a little detail in the weight room. It becomes a little detail in your classwork. It becomes, Oh, I'm going to, 
put my fork and my knife on the plate and my napkin on the plate and hand it to the server instead of making her, you know, because I'm being selfless, I'm giving it away. And now it shows up in a different place. And you think it's silly at an 18, 19, 20 year old, but it becomes a part of who you are because it grows and it manifests into something bigger just because you're paying attention to it. Uh, I would, I would challenge the coaches out there listening to take some incredible value from what you just said, because it's, it's not, it might get laughed at, but it's powerful. For, for sure. And uh, when it gets right down to it, maybe the, maybe our kids don't even understand it now. I think some of them do, you can see it, but maybe five years down the road, they'll say, I understand what coach Gus was saying now, you know, and, and again, that's the most important thing we do as coaches. Yeah. It's fun to win. It's fun to beat the team like mine on last week after they, after they rolled us over the week before, but, yeah. and it's fun to play the Mankatos in the St. Clouds, but really what we're doing is way bigger than that. Way bigger than that. Man, coach, we wish you nothing but the best of luck. Um, you know, we, we told you a little before, first of all, I got my baseball out and, and I just want to, I want to go throw it around now. Cause uh, <laughs> after having talked to you and talking baseball, although, I've made the full transition to golf, but um, now we wish you nothing but the best of luck and, and you're doing things that are incredibly impactful, not only for those young men, but their families and their kids and their wives down the road. And, and so we appreciate that. And um, I guess go get them. And, and I love the underdog mentality of, Hey, let's go get them one at a time, one at a time every day and let's go get it. So appreciate you. Yeah. I, I appreciate being on the show and, uh, uh, obviously you guys were prepared and all of this uh, it's, it's quite apparent to me that you have a probably a pretty successful show and and that's what that's what it's all about and, and we're, we're, we're going to do whatever it takes uh, to be successful both on and off the field and uh, that's been that's been kind of our culture of our program and, and we're going to continue that and uh, you know impact lives that's what it's all about thanks coach we love it appreciate you all right thank you guys appreciate it Jamie, he said, you know, I didn't really know what I was getting into and we didn't either. You know, we got connected how we usually do is by someone that we've connected with, had a conversation with. And I think you said it to me just a second ago off air, Minnesota Crookston now has our attention, right? They are now on our radar and have gained a couple of fans. Absolutely. And, and the thing that I appreciate and respect so much about coach Gust and, and their staff's approach. And, and it's, it's little stuff, right? Can we pay attention to the details? This is the, the live eyes up process that we talk about consistently. It's not necessarily that we're going to be able to make all of the gains and all of the strides all at once. But if we do the little things with consistency over time, and he admitted it when he took the job, I don't know, like it might take this, and you, you mentioned in the interview, it might take us a long time. Seven years feels fast to be at this stage of life. How many of us approach something with the long view in mind? And when we do that, when we take the long view, it's so much easier to be like, okay, the little things matter a lot because you start to zoom out enough to say, well, I'm not going anywhere unless I do the fundamental, the foundational stuff for baseball. It's compete be fundamentally sound and have a great team mentality. What is it in your life 
what are the fundamental, the foundational, the little things that are going to have huge return if you commit to them over a long period of time? I'm still struggling to figure that out for me personally. And I think about this stuff all the time, but that's the fun in it. That's the joy in it is struggling, battling step at a time. Yeah. He talked about the underdog mentality, right? We're going to go down there. It's us in the big three. We're going to go down there and we're going to knock them off one at a time. I, you know, that's, you just said it one step at a time. That's living eyes up. It's one thing at a time and keep after it consistency. So appreciate you joining us today. As always do us a favor. If this has impacted you or any of our other episodes, share it with somebody that you love because it's about building community. All of us getting a little bit better every day. Appreciate you, Jamie. Go Golden Eagles. And as always, live eyes up. <laughs>